He ain't leave college for this. One, two. Impact the scholars with this. What's going on? Welcome to a new episode of Foresight. This is your boy Arden talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is your boy Will. Episode 49. We are one away from the big 50. Oh my God. Speaking of 50, I gotta say real quick. I don't watch Power, but rest in peace, 50 Cent's character. I still don't understand how we're gonna watch Power. I'm not really into TV shows like that, bro. That's not a TV show. But it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. I'm just really not into that, but it was such a big deal. And I was like, oh, 50 died? Uh, his character's gone? And then I was like, oh, he didn't shoot the little boy Tyree? Oh, must be, must be kind. And then he just went out and died. He, he, you know, I don't know if you, because you don't watch it, so in like the second season, I believe, he killed his son. His real son. That, yeah, I read up on that. So, like, in that episode, Tariq had, like, kind of like, pressed him, like, yo, like, how can you kill your son? Like, yeah. you love. And, um, 50 was saying, he said something like, you know, they don't say you're a real killer until you kill someone you love, or whatever, blah, blah. Yeah. blah. Then he told Tyreek, like, he was like, don't worry, little nigga, I'll never, I'll never do no grimy shit like that to you. Because he, he even told me, he was like, you more of a son to me than he ever was. And he was like, I'll never do no grimy shit like that to you. And even when he set him up and 50 killed all the cops, he still had a like, chance to kill Tariq before he died. And he did. He just looked at him and just, hey, I don't to kill the officer, I saw a clip. Yeah, so, when I, I don't know, I mean, that was sad, man. Boys. Yeah, that's 
We got y'all. It's too late. Before it's too late, we got y'all. We're looking for advertisers. Go to our Instagram page. We got the email link. All of that good stuff. Now to kick off the show. All right, both of us got something in common. Uh, we, we saw God of the Six <clears throat> earlier this week. We saw the boy. We saw King Slime. You know what I mean? We saw uh, uh, Hero to, uh, to Many, Inspiration. <laughs> uh, we saw the boy Drake. Uh, before I get into my whole little uh, soliloquy and an emotional message, you, you was able to see Drake. Uh, at, a, at a day party in Brooklyn, yeah, that was with with Virgil, shots fired. Drake, what you doing with Virgil? <laughs> uh oh, will we popping? What's up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we popping. That was different. That was different. How was the party? What's up? It was good. How did that come together? Um. Well, I went because it was like my best friend's uh, birthday weekend, and uh, once he once Drake had posted that. Like, Day party drink. We seen it, posted it in the group chat. I was like, we out. Drake literally posted it. We clicked on the link, like we went and found the link. Three minutes after he posted it, the $50, $60 tickets were sold out. Like, he just posted the link, literally, five minutes. I'm like, yo, what? So that's how we knew it was going to be crazy. Because we were like, yo, he just posted this. Tickets are already selling out. So my boy was like, let's cop him, let's cop him, blah, blah. So we all copped him. Whatever. Got out there a little early because we knew the line was mm-hmm. crazy. The line was kind of crazy when we got out there. But it was reasonable. You were saying, I could live this. Yeah, it was good. I, I'm glad I kind of went early because um, they had like, merch yeah. or whatever. And, um, one shirt, I think, I don't know if it was designed by Virgil, but it had the like, all white stripes on the bottom. Yeah. On the back, uh, it had a check and it said, like, uh, checks over stripes. Hey. It said, like, checks over Virgil. Nope. I got one, but I didn't get that one. I got the black one with the lime green. It says drinks like big okay. Yeah, or whatever. But um, it was a cool experience. Like it, it was fun. I met a lot of people. It was a lot. Of, it was a lot of yeah. A lot. I met, I met a lot of we built it. Yeah, Charlie. I met, I met some. I met a lot of teens out there. Drinking. I want to get Drake a shout out because he really do be doing the assist because I feel like that was. Since having a gay party in Brooklyn, he knew he was gonna bring him out. Yeah. Man, where some beautiful women out there, man. <laughs> some beautiful women. Man, you wanna get things together. Uh, man, you wanna try to elevate. It was it was Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> but um How was the drinks? Did we serve drinks? Were drinks reasonable? Did you Yeah did you, uh, did you have your own stuff? You know what I mean? I mean we had we had the idea of going in uh, like buying a bottle or whatever because it was like my friend's birthday or whatever. But um, the prices were kind of crazy mm, for uh, for one bottle or whatever. So we were like, uh, no, because we're all gonna probably have like two cups out of this one bottle where we could just buy a drink or whatever. And the bartender was actually like showing love, like she was giving a decent amount of liquor or whatever, just like. So we found that it was kind of cheaper to buy drinks than to buy a bottle. Yeah. So we did that. Um, we got right. They had the little smoking section or whatever for dudes. It was it was lit. Um, yeah, I mean, like I'm not even gonna lie. The first half, it was kind of like, uh, like I was just it was daytime. Drake wasn't there. Virgil wasn't there. 
they have like some heavy DJ playing like music I'm not into. Like yeah. it doesn't get me in the mood. Like I, I just couldn't vibe with it or whatever. So um, that was cool. And after a while, another DJ came out and he got it like lit or whatever. And Virgil came out and it was it was stupid. See it. I never like jump and go crazy to like Travis Scott and stuff, but um, that night, I don't know, I was in a whole nother world. I think I was in the Astro world. Yup. It was an Astro world, right? Yo, that no bystanders, like when you like hey, on one. I've been telling people yo, that's a record to play. Yo. The party yeah, was yo, Oh my god. When you like in the Yo, man, it's from upstate, no I'm not. 
it's canceled because Drake has been performing with this lingering ankle injury, oh, and I remember yeah, that. I remember that. And it was like the injury just worsened. And I remember I literally was at Uno's eating dinner. I checked the email, and like I almost cried in public. I'm not gonna lie, I almost cried. And I remember that because that was Big Poppy's final game with the Red Sox, and he lost in the playoffs. So I'm like, too much is hitting me at the same time. I'm like, my squad, I'm like, my squad lost. Poppy's retiring and Drake cancels on me. That's the only time in my life where I say, yo, F the refund. And I don't want a refund. Just give me a new date. They were like, yeah, so if you want a refund, no, I don't want a refund. I need my seat. I need to see my man. <laughs> so I actually get my ticket this time. And I remember I got to the garden. I, and I had like a nice seat at the garden. So like there's a section of the garden mid-level that's like bar stools, bar stools. And I had a good view, and it was just surreal that entire night. Like, I got there past seven, so my boy Roy was performing. Yeah. Roy had himself a nice little set, sounded just like he did on the records. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and, like, I think my, I think folks in my section could tell I was an OBO uh, unofficial leader for real. Because I, mean, I was had the OBO jersey. Yeah, I had the jersey, official jersey too, no fakes. Yo, official jersey, no cap, no cap. No so cap. I'm saying word for word with Roy. Then I see the Migos, and let me say this too about the Migos, bro. Hey, they really the greatest group of seven since the Power Rangers. Dumb boys are good, bro. Dumb boys are good, and you know what? I gotta say, I know I've been critical of the Migos over the last year. I've been critical of Quavo. I gotta say, Quavo earned some more points from me because seeing him live and seeing how he performs and how they perform as a group shows me why he's the Beyonce of that group. Mm. It shows me why like people are the highest on him. Because he has that presence. Like he has that superstar presence. And that mug sounds just like he does on records. Like his control of the guarding crowd, the way he performs, the way he moves, it's like, yo, that's why like People love this dude. Like that's why he's the go-to, and that's no respect to Offset and Takeoff, because they're super talented. Yeah. And I still would rather hear Offset solo project first. <laughs> but Quavo is like he got it, and them boys rocked it. Offset rocked it. Takeoff was funny because Takeoff was like the most isolated dude on stage. But yeah, when he rapped, he was bodying it, and then he's like goes back to like a little more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like, bro, I've seen them probably about like two, three times out of my life. Even like I'm talking about like club experiences and just performing or whatever. And I I was at the album release party for Culture One in New York. And like they performed a few songs, take off will come up, do his verse, kill it, but then he'll be in the back, just chilling after that, rolling up, chilling. Even when they were like playing other people's music, you see uh Quavo and uh Offset standing up there like on the stage, like wilding the other people's music just on the mic talking. Take off just in the back. Yeah. Right in the back is chill. It was just funny because like, yo, because I didn't even recognize that he was doing that till I looked I'm like, well, why does he keep going back to the center setup? Like the like the Homer Simpson. Yeah. Yeah, like he's coming off the bus, like he literally, like he literally just moved like because they had like a setup where it's like Quavo's on one side, offsets on one side. It's like a takeoff, you're just like, whatever. You can just float. They're moving around like a bug, and he's just usually in the middle, 
and then hope pop up and perform, and then just go back to that same spot. And, but neither was though. It was a great performance. They only had to wait like a smooth 50 minutes or whatever for Drake. For Drake. And then the lights could go out. I go crazy already. I'm like, let's go! It's go time! Let's get it! This man like is like saying something really cool over. This is like being on a strike. And then you go, shit, 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 shit. And then you see the scoreboard he had. It shows A side. And then you hear Dunk Cop. Too rich for who? We got this, got rich again. Here we go. Hey, Uber, if you want to get like sitting in that bread. Hey, I'm like, buy this, drink, buy this. I'm starting to sing out here. We like the, we like the, like, and it was, oh man, it was crazy. And I wasn't even just rapping and singing, I was damn near performing in the crowd. I know how you feel. I was performing in the crowd. I'm like, is it more? I remember I was, I was up, I had four seats to Summer Jam one time and we ain't headline. I was going crazy on the floor. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, damn, that is, I heard somebody say, damn, he ain't he, little way or something. Mm-hmm. That's a little, little way or something. a little, little way. <laughs> Bruh, I know how, I, I know that exact feeling. Cause that was literally me. And then this dude just, first, I actually gotta say this too. The stage setup is super wavy. Yeah, that looked dope. It's very minimal. But it's like the best stage setup. Because I even wrote about it in an article, I wrote about the concert. Like, a lot of concerts, especially indoors, usually pick a side. So like, if I had to go directions-wise, right, north, south, east, west, they usually will pick a side, which will block off one part of the arena. But I Drake and crew having the stage in the middle, everybody in the arena was able to see the show. Because it was just that stage, which was like this sick 3D thing. Then they had like these uh like these uh movie screens or something, whatever type of screens come down and surround him. So for the intro you couldn't see him, but what it did was they was able to play motions like images on the screen. So he's inside performing and it's showing like the sick ass screen on the thing. And then the floor itself would like light up with like mad different things, bro. Like mad different images. Like it was such a sick show. And again, he rocked it. He rocked it. Like his stage presence, the transitions. And yo, it's that he by himself, bro. Like the total show was over four hours. Him by himself did almost two. And it made me realize that in real talk, Drake could possibly do a three hour show. If he said, yo, let me put extra songs. And, uh, and let me also perform like full songs or more of the song, he will buy it. He literally had like a 15 minute melody, bro. That was just like, this is why I'm the best. <laughs> transition to transition. I'm gonna give you this hook. All me turns into blessings. Uh, headlines turning into uh, hell yeah. Mad transitions, classic joints. I, I, I mean, I'm sorry. When he when when I know he like was like that nigga or whatever when I went to um, Wayne versus Drake or whatever and the way they like did that whole like concert it was just like dope like they were like beef on the stage but like yeah. it was a friendly beef like like Wayne was on some like nigga I'm the I'm the king of hooks you, you, you don't even 
even know, like, mm-hmm. like I got hooks before you was even relevant and shit and shit like that. And then he'll drop like some classic or whatever. And then Drake would be like, what? I got classics too. I bet he Drake would be like, I bet you I forgot about this. And then I forgot, like, it was like years yeah. ago. But he would just drop the classic and I was just was like, oh, oh, like, yeah. I, I forgot you did this. <laughs> and this is like, what, like three, four years ago? Yeah, yeah, that was like Cause he did it after his speech. It was the same speech he gave the New York crowd. I used to give to Brooklyn, like, it's like New York City, you know. Do you like understand how long we've been together? Like ten years. Yeah. And I remember like my first SOB show. I remember hearing best I ever had on uh, Hot 97. And then he goes into it. He was like, I want to see if you like remember these records. See, remember how long we go back. And it was literally like records that were at least three years ago. <laughs> like he performed a couple records from like More Life. He did the My Way remix. But he was performing like goodies, like damn, bro. And them joints were hitting. And then Scorpion hit live, and then seeing him and the Migos perform together was super dope. Because he did Versace, and I remember when that record first came out. That was crazy. And the Migos brought out Rich the Kid. Yeah, I heard that's dope. That was nice. I said, oh, shout out to Rich. But yeah, man, I think in just overall, man, it was just such a great concert experience. The best concert I've ever been to. And it was dope. It's like, a lot of people say that, though, like the, um, this whole Drake kind of this one. Yeah. Like the best concert they've been to. Or like people that have seen him before, they're like, this is the best concert he's done. Like, yeah, like he's leveling up, and He's leveling up as a performer, as an artist. Especially for me as such a huge fan. And, and one thing I did too, which was like, I, I I know I sound like a hypocrite, but like I did, like I definitely posted quite a bit on both my Snapchat and Instagram stories. But even with that said though, like I still made sure to like watch the show. Like I took it all in, you know what I mean? Cause it's like, like even with me, um, when I saw him over the weekend, I, um, I was snapping or whatever, but I was also like enjoying like songs that you probably didn't see me post was yeah. like I was enjoying the songs yeah. like when he did like Sicko Mode mm-hmm. I was like I like like I like mm-hmm. I had time to like record like I'm in the moment like I'm enjoying that like you're not gonna get that. <laughs> and that's super important man because it defeats the purpose of going to a concert if all you gonna do is snap or the whole show. It's like you might as well have streaming. It's like, enjoy the freaking show, man. Like, enjoy the show, watch, do what you gotta do. And that's what I did. Like, when I went on the train home, I was looking at my story and I was happy. And Matthew was watching, I was I thought like, damn, like, I should have captured this song. But I was like, nah, man. That's why do that when I like When he was playing Know Yourself, I lost the door to Know Yourself. Mm-hmm. I was losing your mad records. And I was like, you know what, I'd rather have that experience. Yeah, no, it's a dope experience, and it's, a, it's an experience you'll always remember, like, I love the concert, like, I remember I've been to, like, two John Kennedy shows or whatever, one show, and then Snapchat was, like, just coming out or whatever, but it wasn't popping. I ain't posted none of that because I was just, like, enjoying that whole show, like, 
I remember coming out the show talking about, yeah, I knew every song. I knew all the Don lyrics or whatever. Or whatever. And it's, I don't know, it's just dope. I remember my concert with Wayne in New York when he got arrested. I was front row. Literally. That's nuts, bro. Front row. Like, I could touch the stage. Like, homie looked at me a few times because I was going so hard, like, knowing the songs or whatever. Like, it was dope. Jewels was there. Ja Rule. Kanye. That's when Kanye had it. Can't tell me nothing. And I think that joint. They always a hard break, Kanye. It's tough. That joint was like just. I think that joint came out probably like two weeks before that. When he came out and did that, can't tell me drunk. The crowd was crazy. But it's just like things like that. Like I just remember, like, and it's in my head. Like, and I don't get it. It's better than posting online, honestly. One picture I did take though. Of Wayne on my camera, I posted that on photo bucket or whatever, and it should kind of went viral. I don't know if I said it again before. No, exclusive, exclusive. Somebody, oh, I'm talking about my job. Um, yeah, one time I, I took a few pictures of Wayne or whatever because I was like front row, posted on photo bucket. I think I had it on like my MySpace or something. Then like one time I was on Google searching for pictures of Wayne, and my picture popped up, the one that I took. I was like. Shit, this is dope. I went viral before viral was viral. <laughs> the, the, the OG of viral. <laughs> the OG of viral. But yeah, man, shout out to Drake and, and everybody that contributed to such a great concert experience. It's definitely set the tone for me because I, I, I'm, I'm hoping to have a busy concert schedule myself. I'm saying Childish can be on next month. I'm hoping to see Young Thug, uh, what J. Cole and Jaden Smith in October. Mm-hmm. And then, hey, Gotta visit Astro World in November. Yeah, I just sold out. Gotta find a way. That's the best way. I'm not getting said, anywhere near the floor. He nope. Said, he said that he's gonna um, add a second add show. Add a second show or whatever. If I go, I'm, I'm just gonna dress in basketball attire and mosh fit and shit. Yeah, you gotta wear your. That's what my boy. Word shoes. That's what Brandy said. He said I'm throwing some bands and basketball shorts. <laughs> I'm just mosh fit and shit. Nah, for real, bro. I'm either doing that or I'm, that might be the only time I'm gonna be like very, very happy with up a low seat. <laughs> Especially with that show. I'm like, nah, bro. I'm good. Like, I can't. Now, speaking of Travis, too, him and Drake released it, uh, like a video for Sicko Mode. But it's like, I think it's similar to Nonstop. It's like it's a live, live performance video. Uh, I think it's like that. But uh, before we get into our next topic, let me say this because this is very important. Uh, we recorded this on August 30th, the day before it was the, the birthday of the greatest. Happy birthday to Michael Jackson, yeah. the GOAT. Yeah. Gotta say that, man. I love Mike. I love Mike. Not many people know him, but in sixth grade, I had a Black History Month project for my music class. I wrote about Michael Jackson, I performed as Michael Jackson. <laughs> body. Body, my whole dance performance, even though I was wearing church shoes. But I body my hair. <laughs> I body my hair, son. Swear to God. Church shoes and everything. I body my whole bit. It was sliding across the floor. Yeah, like <laughs> that moonwalk. What? That moonwalk was clean. What? And, and a few days before this was like the 20th anniversary for the miseducation of Warren Hill. Just one of the greatest albums ever. So I decided to do two very important announcements for that. But to the next topic, Kanye, back at it again, but not necessarily in that way. 
So uh, Kanye went back to Chicago, which is a shocker in itself. Yeah. He went back to the shy. He had an interview with the local station. Hopefully, I'm saying the station right. I think I even wrote it down. I think he went to the local station WGCI. So if I got it right, yes. If I got it wrong, I apologize. But I think it was WGCI, and he had a very extensive interview with uh, with those folks there, where they spoke a lot about. Donald Trump and Jimmy Kimmel interview, where he's at. And a part of the interview that went out and went viral in itself too is uh, the comments on Drake. Kanye called Drake insensitive and basically like, Drake, how could you do this to me over a beat? Tap me at this time as I try to go back to Wyoming and pull myself together and write the shit. Did you see these same clips? I seen my I watched the whole interview. You watched the whole interview? Yeah, I watched Oh, you spoke about Don C. This is nothing we're gonna talk about. That's what I was gonna say. I watched the whole interview, but he annoyed me so much that I just like blacked out after all of <laughs> I didn't even care for what he was saying. I think I was just on my phone and I was like, I looked up and I was like, when is this gonna be over? <laughs> You're annoying me. Yeah, it's like his whole like I don't know his whole presence is like just annoying. Like he, I know just like I don't know what's wrong with him, but like the way he moves, like mad weird, like it's yeah, it's just like weird to me. Like why do you like act like that? Like because I'm like he wasn't this kind of before. Like yeah, now it's just like you're acting mad weird. Like your voice is weird. I don't know. He just he just pisses me off. Did you, do you feel as if he's trying to take the victim role? Yeah, I was just about to say, now you're out here playing victim or whatever, you lying, talking about you didn't tell Pusha T, talking about telling, we, we shouldn't put you into that. I didn't believe that either. I didn't believe it. You could tell he got so offensive or whatever. Like, if it was true, he would have been like, nah. Like, he was just, like, out of everything he said, like, that was the only thing he really, like, kind of, like, showed a little emotion. Like, he just was like, yeah, man, you better not put me in that. Don't, don't put me in that. Uh, I didn't do that. Uh, nah, I mean, you did boy, that. Bro. You did that. Like, come on, man. Come on. I know Pusha knows me, about, about, but I don't think he knows that many people get that kind of info. Yeah. Especially yeah. when we know Drake and Kanye was working together. And he was working with you, like, because you're in the same boat, you're in the same area. And now you know that's a dub talking about, we got to squash that. We got to squash this because we got work to get done. No, y'all don't. Voice is too big. Nah, nah bro. Your voice, I mean, y'all have no work to get done. Like, nah, bro. Kanye and Nicki for me, that's the two people I don't want Drake associated with ever again. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you were talking about Drake when she said secret hater. I think so. All of this alluding, all that stuff is why. Drake didn't promote her album. Drake didn't bring her album. He's on her. I mean, he's still in New York, but. But still, I, that's why. Her, the way she moves and also the way Kanye moves is exactly what I'm saying. Like, yo, I don't want him to have anything to do with them. Especially with Ye. Like, you you know you did that, bro. Yeah. You know you did that. And then when it comes to the other topics as well in it, it's like, what are you even saying? How are you even expressing yourself? Like, you, you try to apologize for the slavery comments, and even that didn't work. Because then you apologize for the way you made us feel. You're not even apologizing, like, for, like, it, it doesn't, like, it don't seem like you're apologizing, like, it doesn't seem genuine. You're like, I apologize for the way I made y'all feel, like, 
I don't know. That's like, I don't know. It's just, it's not, I don't know. It just feels different. Like, it doesn't feel like genuine. It doesn't feel like he's really saying sorry. And, and with this interview, and this is really coming from a certain Kanye, because there's also another part of the interview, folks, where Kanye, when looking at himself, started getting very emotional and crying because it was like the downfall of Kanye West is due to not having Don C here. And it made me think, like, is Kanye really having a downfall? And before, when we spoke about Kanye on the show, I used to think, man, that's just Kanye being Kanye. I never thought of it as something climbing. But when I think about the music, when I think about what he's doing, I think he is having a downfall. I think he is, and I think it's been, I think it's been occurring, but not many of us have realized. Because in terms of the music, yeah, the music's hitting, but it's not hitting the way it was. It's just not. You, you've been declining. You, it's declining. You think about for a solid of a project Pablo was, it just wasn't the same compared to other projects. And then the last two projects you've been involved with, they have been very forgettable. Like, I haven't revisited Ye, and I don't think many people have revisited Ye. I don't think many people have revisited Kid C Ghost. And when it comes to the whole good music rollout for 7 for 7, that to me is a flop. That came and went, brother. That came and went. And let's talk fashion. Like, I know you guys, you, you got good things going on right now, fashion wise, with Adidas working and Yeezys. But even that's not necessarily flowing the way you want, just because. You know, same models, models who may disagree on the shoes and all that. And I saw somebody tweet this and I thought it made for a fair point. It could be eating at Kanye that he can't have everything he wants in terms of success at both things at the same time. I think it's killing him that with music and fashion, he's not able to thrive on both equally the same way Drake is thriving in the multiple areas he's in the way his fifth brother Jay is striving in the multiple areas he's in, along with a few other people. Because with Kanye, it feels like it's always been, it had to be one or the other that you're able to thrive in at that time, that you could really be doing things and not be defined by. Hmm. Well, I don't know if that's well. I mean, it is. It, it, it could be the, the, when a few years ago we were talking about the higher powers that be, but he doesn't have it like that no more. So I think it is a downfall. He lost his souls. That's what you're saying. He lost the souls, B. I mean, he lost his souls. He he don't got it like he used to, man. He doesn't have that ability to not be defined, to be known as a man that can do multiple things and, and be very good at it. The music's dropping. The fashion is what it is. But like, even if fashion, you know what? So what do you feel like he's like, like more successful in right now? Fashion. Yeah. And even with fashion, I'll say this, and I'm not no uh, fashion aficionado, but I'll say for Ye, like, in a way, even with where he's at in fashion, that's kind of a letdown. Because, because, and here's why I'll say that. And again, I'm not no fashion aficionado. I'm open to being taught the game in school. But when I think, all right, Ye, you've had success with Adidas. Ye, you've had success with Nike. Well, you came in the game talking about Louis Vuitton Don and all these big, big brands and wanting to be at the fashion houses and do these shows. So when I think about that, yay, to where it's like, 
you with these guys now? And it's really just the sneakers, B? <laughs> what about the Yeezys coming up like this? But still, bro, like... It's the clothing. It's really the sneakers. It's not really the... Like, I even think... I don't know be popping the clothes. Yeah, like... Like, bro, this is where you laugh? This is the sneakers, B? Like, even three is, like, has been expanded and thriving in the fashion world, like... With his own stuff, or what Nike and Jumpman is gonna do for him, Matt himself, and Hove has had that attempt, others have had that attempt. So that's why I just feel like Kanye's definitely on the decline, man. And he doesn't have a grip on the reins no more. He doesn't. He doesn't. The two things he's mostly associated with, he's no longer very good at. And he can't multitask and dominate at the same time no more. I like some of his I mean, the, I'm not saying the Yeezys are bad. I think they're good. I think they look good. But it's like, even somebody that's not a big sneaker head like me could be like, wait, duh. don't these Yeezys look the same like the last one? Yeah. Don't these Yeezys look just like that? Didn't you have the same materials with that? Same colors? Like, you basically trying to turn it into Jordan. Like, you're just releasing the same kicks over and over, just in a different color or a different taste. That's true. Man, he's having a downfall, man. No, you do not want any business with you. And we don't want none of that. I'll speak for the boss, man. We don't want none of you, Nikki, none of that. You <laughs> Boy tried to say, he's mad over a beat. Dude, that's super disrespectful. He sent me a purple, purple demon emoji. And let's not forget, Kanye, you had that little shot. Uh, on uh, on yay on my favorite record from yay too rich to fight you some some to type you calm down you light skin that's why my son said too rich for who yeah just got rich again yeah. yeah. cause remember you was broke <laughs> you was in debt boy <laughs> see I wasn't even trying to turn out like that <laughs> got me defending my man's honor but that's not how I feel like yeah I really feel like that I think we both even feel that way. But one person that's not like Ye, and I hope is containing his upswings, is my boy B. Tiller. Yes. My boy Bryson. That, that, um, I'm glad he, uh, he, he really found me that. He did show his record. Yeah. That's his record. Yeah. That's his record. That's his record. That's his record. I love Bryson. Panther! He killed that. He really killed that. The Lean is tough. And then he had another record too, Cancel, that came out. And I think I, I tweeted this, I think, over the week, and I was like, yo, Tiller has put together like a good time. Yeah, Sorry. And, and Griffey. He he put together like a nice little summer, bro. He had a he had a feature on Hurst Project. Yeah. He also got the Tory record, Keep in Touch. That was kind of hard. And then he might have had another one or two. So where it's like, I'm I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very excited to tell him because I feel as if he's gearing up for a very dope project in the works. And I think his next album is viral to tell him. Yeah, people, I mean, people said the last one wasn't it, man. But I feel like it's, a, it's like a sleeper, like it, it catches on. It's Asian. Yeah. Like, I think we talked about it. I listened to it like a few weeks ago and I was like, ooh, this, this album was kind of fire. I mean, it wasn't like the first one, but it still has some nuts. And that's what, and that's what down it is because Trap Soul was like a modern classic. Yeah. 
the hype around it so crazy that people was like, oh, like you gotta make this like another trap soul, you gotta make it something like this or whatever that's crazy in that stratosphere. Like classic, bro. But when you listen to that last album, True to Self, it's not a bad album. Like it's not a bad album. I just think some people for whatever reason felt down about it. But I do think with what he's doing though, he he is uh he's on the right path to getting back into like the very good graces of the people and to reclaim his spot. And I think it's I think it's a very important album, bro. So it's your third album, you know what I mean? And the competition's heating up. You know, Tory's in a very good space right now. Yeah. My freaking black is dropping next month. Yeah. East Atlanta love uh letter, yeah. tough. And you got everybody in the game right now. You never know when parties gonna drop. Six knots. <laughs> you funny. You funny. Don't let six nine sing with uh Trey Songs. That would be bad, bro. Side note, is Clash of Lewis any records? Uh, you yeah, said something called nine, nine for nine. But it's gonna be a, a like a Hispanic, like with that. This is some, with some Spanish dude or whatever. Uh, one of those type of records. So it's gonna be on because the dude he's doing it was like super popular in that that genre. Reggaeton, yeah, Latin music. Yeah, he's like super popular. Like I went to his page, he tagged him. Dude had like 15 million followers or something. So Ooh, did you remember? I forgot his name. Jay Bell or something. Romeo Santos? No, I, mean, I would have been Romeo Santos. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but uh, he's also, 6 ix also coming out with uh, a tape. And he, he might go, he said he might go away or whatever for the case. So he said uh, in the September or whatever, uh, he's going to release a tape. And it's, he said it's going to be nothing but bangers. He promised us straight hits every song. Trailway! Troy Wade, you already know what it is, man. But yeah, I think I'll be interested to check out. But even just to revisit Bryson, and I think oh, Bryson. Let me take that back. The guy has 6.5 million followers. Annual tweet. Um, what is he? Oh, I know, man. Them Latin dudes are huge, bro. Now, like, real talk, like, them dudes are so huge. Oh, yeah, see that that shit. Even though y'all really can't see that. Boom. Him and. Uh, six nine together. Take that, take that. But out. But yeah, uh, them Latin dudes, bro. They get in the game, bro. They pop off. Oh, they're huge. Yeah, they're a big deal. My, I work with like two uh, guys from the Dominican Republic, and one does music, and he be telling me like how like crazy it be like for these dudes, especially like when they perform. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think we believe that uh, Bryson's album, this next one, I, I, we're very excited for it. I think it's going to be a very huge one. I think it's going to be very successful in it. I think he's going to do his thing and, and really thrive in that matter. And we really hope so. And another person that's going to thrive, I don't care what y'all say or try to do to her. She got the hardest record in the country right now. That's my, my shorty, Doja Cat. Ooh. Ooh. Those cat. You're not doing that to me, bro. You're not doing this to the streets. Trying to make moves. You're not doing that to the, to, the, to, to one of the best in the game right now, bro. She had an Instagram live the other night. <laughs> she had an Instagram live the other day. Even that record she was working on was hard. I was like, God damn. 
Yo, the mood drink, she said she did it like that day. Shot the video that day and everything. Like, she said she was like trying to play a song on the piano and shirt she had on. Kept getting the wind. She said, like a cat. I was like, bitch, I'm a cat. Bitch, I'm a cat. Bitch, I'm a cat. Bitch, I'm a cat. I thought they was joking when I saw her have, a, have her own jeans video. Yeah, I thought they were lying. where I got that info from. I was like, yo, they lying, bro. Like, she does not have her own video on jeans. Her and the and the Rob dude. I'm like, no way you on genius. Hell no. But yeah, folks are trying to cancel her, bro. Folks are trying to cancel her because uh she has some tweets, either she has some old tweets or some, some tweets that uh, she tweeted about that referred to like her language that she used in high school and excuse my language shit. But she was saying in these tweets how I think back in high school she used to call people again, excuse my language, faggots and things like that. And of course, folks on social media go, oh, she's canceled. We gotta get her out of here. It's over for her, yada, yada, yada. Let me say this right now. For one, her tweeting that now or back then is stupid and it's offensive. So before you think I'm trying to protect her and not hold her accountable on doing that. But number two, I need folks to understand, bro. This whole canceling thing, quote, unquote, it's stupid. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. Stupid. It's so dumb, like, only thing, the only thing canceling does is make people bigger. Every person, bro, that has been canceled has become bigger. Literally, I can't think of one person that was successfully canceled from more notoriety, from more money, from more whatever it is. So I just need people to know, like, Stop saying out loud, oh, canceling, canceling. The same way what you're doing, canceling. For one, you're constantly talking about this person. You're giving them more publicity. And with that, you're making them bigger. If you don't rock with this person, and you feel like they shouldn't make it because of whatever they do, or did, right or wrong, just go about doing it. Yeah. Unfollow. Don't listen to the music. Don't publicly proclaim that, oh, we're gonna cancel. Oh, sis. She's canceled. She's out of here, pal. No. That's why I said it's stupid, B. Yeah, like, I, I, Twitter and all that, they just give a lot of people a platform where they think their opinion really matters, and it just, it doesn't. It doesn't. Remember, for as much as I love Twitter, you gotta remember, bro, like, Twitter is a declining platform, too. Twitter is declining on, like, mad ranks when it comes to social media. Mm-hmm. It has. I don't even think it has like among the most active or uh, biggest user base. Yeah. It, it, so who are you really talking to? Yeah, it, 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 uh, yeah it's like, who do you think you're talking to, bro? And plus, I'm making it less entertaining anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Getting people suspended, that's messing up my entertainment on the timeline. <laughs> Sad. Sad. Because you want to cancel. Stop it. Move. Move. Move out the way.
and what's the dude's name? Robert Glasper, I think that's his name. So we talked about it earlier in the show, probably around the midway point, that a few days ago, probably like a handful of days ago, whatever, it marked the 20th anniversary of Lauryn Hill's album, The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. One of the greatest albums in hip hop and R&B history, or just in the history of music in general. And that's just real talk. That album is a, is a bona fide classic times, whatever. So over the years, we know the reputation Lauryn Hill has created for itself. We know what people said about Lauryn Hill. And Robert has some more things to say. And in this latest interview he had, he basically said like, yo, Lauryn Hill doesn't make any of her music. She doesn't credit people. She uses these bands, yada, yada, yada. She sells a ton of ideas. And then my, and then my show, Lauren came back with the ether on medium. 12 minute letter, which meant she meant business. Because as a writer, I know that when we're on medium, and we write for over six minutes, oh, we got that smoke. <laughs> we got that writer smoking. <laughs> we're serious. It was very serious to edit and everything. And she came back with so many points. And one of those points was, I am the architect of my sound, bro. Even if I bring you in, nothing goes by me. It's still me. And she had a lot of stuff to say. And uh, I just say that to say this, man. Whether she did it or not, Folks, in the music business, understand the importance of crediting people. Having credit on a song, on a project, for whatever it is, is super duper important and it changes lives. And it may be more important than that person getting the bag, and I'm being serious about it. Because bags come and go, but you want that credit. You want that credit so you can get that opportunity to get more opportunities. It's the same reason why, right, before I pass on to you, why like, people don't understand with like the Drakes and the Kendricks due to like work with a lot of people or have music that has a lot of samples, yeah. why the song credits are always really long. Folks, it's very long for basically uh, legal purposes. Even if there was somebody in the room who may have given these artists let's say one line or an idea, if it's, if it can be confirmed that they did that and they weren't credited, that person has the rights to do a lawsuit. <clears throat> you did what I'm saying? And even besides that, people have samples, people use a lot of things, so people automatically have to be credited, stupid. It's, you don't want to have legal issues. That's true, and that's, that's like kind of like, um... I have brought this up on my everyday struggle recently and one of my friends I did because he didn't know about it. Billy uh, the Kid claiming that he wrote for Wayne or whatever. Uh, I don't necessarily say he wrote for Wayne. I think he was just in the studio around the time when he was doing Carter One or whatever. And he like probably like gave some lines or maybe like Wayne was like, because Gilly's from Philly. Mm-hmm. Philly rappers go off. Like, yeah, they spit or whatever. So. Maybe with a Philly rapper around, Wayne felt like he had to go hard, so he just stepped it up at that time. Maybe Gilly like probably helped him or threw some lines in the air. I've heard it before though. I've heard Wayne because Wayne doesn't write, so I heard like I heard a story. I think it was like True to Truth or somebody said that they went to the studio and Wayne was just sitting at the table, like just smoking and listening to the beat. And his nigga, and some of his niggas like Mac Game, whatever, they were just doing the same thing. They all were smoking or whatever. 
somebody else will be like, oh, maybe you should or, or say this or, or bring this topic up or whatever when you're like, all right, or whatever. So I don't like to say people like write for people. Or, like, but people help each other out. Yeah, I, I've done it like with the artists I've been in the studio with. Me like, too. I've thrown lines and been like, yo, you should say this or whatever. You should say that or maybe you shouldn't say this or maybe you should say that or whatever. And sometimes they use it, sometimes they don't, or whatever. But like, everybody gets help. Where everybody gets help, and and more artists too have been like crediting folks. I've seen folks get credit and heard that that was like a charity credit. Like somebody was like, "Yo, we was dead. You did a little something. Y'all gonna throw you this credit." But for the bigger picture, though, it's done for the sake of legal purposes. Like, yeah. I gotta cover my ass, and most importantly, it's the right thing to do. You was a part of the creative process here. And that was something that, it, even not even that, like, it's something that continues to get overlooked today. Yeah. It was overlooked throughout the whole Drake Quinton other thing. It's overlooked throughout anything that has to involve writing, producing. It's, you have to do this from a legal standpoint. If you or I help somebody, we gotta be credited. That's true. You can't say no, bro. You can't try to be sneaky because I have every right to sue your ass. <laughs> I need my credit or you can sue me. So that's a big thing, I, honestly, that we took from the whole Lauren Hill situation. It's just regardless of what it is, the he say, she say, if you credit people and they're acknowledged and everything's crystal clear, then there's really no need for all of this uh, nonsense and stuff. But yeah, that's episode 49 of Foresight. Thank you for listening. Next one is episode 50. I'm super duper hyped about that. I know my brother's hyped about it the same way. Yes. Thank you guys for rocking with us, man. Helping us get to 50. Again, follow us on Instagram, Foresight Pod. Listen to us. Rate us on uh, freaking SoundCloud and on iTunes. Once again, if you know people, or if you yourself have a business, you got some products, you want it to be advertised, hit us up. We got some great deals for you. We got emerging platforms and we love to sell. Talk to us. We, we business is booming and we trying to get it rocking, man. And before we sign off, Willis, anything you want to let the people know? Um, not really. Um, well, I'm kind of, uh, well, I guess we can talk about it. Get him on board.
what the wrestling follow, yeah, what the wrestling for 7,000. Sheesh! Yeah, we going our way to that 10K, boy. Sheesh! Yo, that, that was in a few months. I didn't know it was going to be like that. Sheesh! Congratulations, bro. Thanks, We're so happy for you with that. Thanks. We working. Working, working. And folks, with Labor Day coming up, Labor Day weekend coming up, man, I want you guys to enjoy it. Enjoy your time. If you got children, make sure they enjoy it before they take their little bad behinds to school again. And remember, when you're doing what you're supposed to do, having fun and giving thanks, make sure you're giving thanks as you wiggle your shoulders and get right. Throw your hands up in the sky along with your hats. Three of the boys up there, you already know what it is, man. Ah, ah, ah. I'll talk to you guys next time. Yes, sir.